call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. He's back. <laughs> God bless him. He's back. I miss him so he, much. He was in Georgia. <laughs> I miss him so much. He was looking for a Georgia peach. He was, man. And he found uh, a good, cra- a sizable crowd. Yep. Very sizable. And the dude that, uh, the, the soldier, sorry, that lifted that baby over the wall in Afghanistan was uh, there. Yeah, Trump cool. brought him up on stage. He's very presidential. Yeah. <laughs> People actually come to see him. People actually come to see him. And they're not chanting, blank Donald Trump. <laughs> but you know what's weird? Because I picked up on this, and uh, you know, i got some issues with Fox News on a number of fronts right now. But uh, oh, God, the, yes. the story today, or the story last night, actually, on the Georgia rally... Because he did spend some time talking about the cheat and and the election and all he that did. stuff. He did, which I agree with every single every stitch of it. You know, uh, they were trying to get him out of office uh, since day one, and uh, uh, the reporting is his unfounded claims. Right, of course, of course, that's you the know, way they always his say. Unfounded claims. Uh, there's no substance to it whatsoever. Right, it's very subtle in the reporting. But it's there. We knew this was coming when the old man stepped aside, put Lachlan and his brother, and uh, and they hired that one woman to to run it. We knew that there was going to be a big shift in oh, yeah. Fox News. That they were going to head in a, in a different yeah. direction. So yeah. yeah, I mean it, it sucks, but he he was great. Yeah, he kicked butt in Georgia. Yeah, he's a he's he's really a rock well, star. Even Russell Brand, man, who you know is an admitted and avowed leftist, he even said it in this rant. He said, "I'm a leftist," but the, you know the whole Hillary Clinton crowd is the one who started that whole russia collusion thing it's a tr- it's a fact we now we all know it's a fact this is not conjecture this is not right-wing talk right. this is a fact they started it and they had the help from the fbi the old jim comey boy he was there oh, ready to boy. help out wasn't he what a piece of crap that guy is totally and completely so it was refreshing to see trump you know i i, I think a lot of people are missing him Right now, who didn't think they would? Well, they're going to get a chance to prove that. <laughs> I hope so, yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. They're going to get a chance, another swing at it. <laughs> he keeps tossing little tidbits out there, oh, you know. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, you know, do it, man. I mean, <laughs> do it. Why not? Yeah. If you can legally do it, why shouldn't he? Well, he can. You know, he only served one term, right. so he can legally go back. And Now, they're trying to make it where he won't be able to because somehow they're going to try to you know, tie him to January 6th. Oh, God. That's exactly what they're t- – is- he's right. January 6th is the new Russian hoax. Right, right. Well, it's, it's, a for- it's now described by pretty much everybody as the insurrection. Yeah. The George Floyd, Floyd riots, that was not an insurrection. But somehow January 6th, a bunch of selfie-taking weirdos, <laughs> and the only, you know, and AOC hiding under her desk in her office across the street thought she was uh, going to get raped and murdered. I saw several videos over the weekend from inside the Capitol that had not been released yet. They're, right. they're out now. They released them over the weekend. Oh, my God. The cops, the, the Capitol Police are in there welcoming these guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> and they're walking by up the stairs going, hi, uh, officer, hi. And the, and the officers are waving while these guys are going in to take right. selfies. If this is an insurrection, <laughs> you know. It's a very polite one. It really was sweet. Hi, guys. Hi. How you doing? Welcome to the Capitol. feels like it was, like, set up. <laughs> well, 
okay, you know, that is the charge. That is the claim. Right. The FBI had a lot of people embedded in there, and they were, like, stoking it up. Let's go! Hey, party! You know, that kind of thing. Why weren't there more police? Right. If they knew this was going to happen, why weren't there more police? They had the personnel at that time. Gave them the time off. Gave them the time off. Hey, you guys have have a few days off. Enjoy yourselves. I I, I I increasingly I think that there was it was an inside job. Not sure. that the people who who came in, I think largely were there because they honestly wanted wanted to do it. I don't believe in any way, shape, or form that Trump inspired anybody <laughs> to do it. Uh-huh. You can no. look at his speech from the from the earlier in the day, and you can see plainly that wasn't the case. Well, a buffalo headed guy was not there to insurrect anything. No. <laughs> He, he wanted pictures. He wanted something to post on Facebook. He couldn't insurrect a payday bar. No, come on. <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> you know, come on, and 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 they're you know throwing most of them in jail. Oh, forever. And how many people in the George Floyd riots did they let go? Oh, these guys have been in jail and and no hearings since it happened yeah. since January six, and they're going around and rounding up more of them. That's not constitutional to make yeah. them sit there that long. No, nah, but they don't care about the Constitution. Apparently not. So, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. Oh, God. Uh, I hate everything. He's, God, that guy. He's weird, man. He is a weird dude. He's on television all weekend. You he know? was. He was. And I don't know where they fi- where they keep finding these people that look like they truly are aliens. <laughs> Maybe they are. Like Blinken. Like Blinken? <laughs> Blinken's a reptile. Yeah, he doesn't blink. And you look at this guy, and you're like, man, what planet did you come from? So, okay. So he's all over yesterday, all over the channels, and uh, and with every channel, I watched him bounce from one to the next one. Right. He told a different story. <laughs> so, slightly different. He did. The numbers were slightly different. It's incredible. Depending so, on who he talked to. So figure this out. Now, I went to Roosevelt High School, so I admit, my math, my mathification <laughs> ain't the best, okay? <laughs> and I was more interested in football and pretty girls than I was in mathification. Right. All right. Right. But I figured this one out. <laughs> 30,000 migrants in Delray. Right. Mayorka says they removed 2,000. Got it? Right. So he said they released 12,000 into the well, U.S. Uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't quite add up. Because, Sean, 30,000 minus 2,000 <laughs> equals 28,000, and we released 12,000 into the country. What happened to the others? You're a little short there, Alejandro. Well, they're they're hanging out the, at the Valero. They haven't moved on yet. I think you need to go back and redo your math there, big well, boy. Well, again, don't you think that they just assume people are so stupid they won't do the math themselves? You know, maybe that's it. But uh, uh, suffice it to say, a buttload of Haitians were released into the country. And one thing he did he did say was, no, we did not test them for COVID. Nope. Nope. We did not test Coming them for COVID. Coming to a town near you. Sitting next to your kid at school. On the airplane with you. In fact, I had a loved one fly out of here on Friday, and she sent me pictures. Did you really? She did. And they were on the airplane. <laughs> oh, man. And this was a commercial flight. This right. was not a military jet, and I know it didn't go to Haiti. I know where she is. Right, right, right. No, it's it's uh, it's bad. They just let them go, man. They, they were flown, plane tickets. They were flown to Florida on Friday, and I know it because I, I got the pictures. <laughs> now, why Florida? Hmm. Let's kind of wrap our noggins around. Why would they want <clears throat> Haitians with COVID to go to Florida? I don't know. <laughs> By the way, back on the Trump thing, and then you then throw something in here. Um, this was really cool. What's that? At his rally on Saturday, he left 13 open seats right up front. Yes, he did. And uh, uh, Joe Biden has been out a few times since Afghanistan and hasn't even acknowledged it one time. 
Donald Trump does a rally. It's got tens of thousands of people. Front row, 13 open seats. Again, who's more presidential? Yeah. Who's more genuine? Um, well, I, I was screaming and yelling yesterday because I, I, I try not to watch a lot of the Sunday shows because they upset me, and I, gotta, I don't want to defibrillate here. And uh, bzz, bzz, <laughs> I don't want to like, start bzz, bzz, setting off the microwave. Bzz, bzz, bzz. So I'm watching Fox, and it's the show before Mike Wallace or Chris Wallace. I don't watch Chris Wallace. I can't. St- he had a lot of heavy hitters up here. I can get the, 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 uh, the highlights. He had Abbott on and, and blah, blah, blah. But uh, Mike Emanuel's on the hour before. Yes, he is. And he has Representative Al Green on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Al Green starts talking about the, ho- the cutting horses in Del Rio. And he starts holding up pictures from the Jim Crow era. And then he held up an etching from the 1800s during the slave era showing men on horses whipping black slaves. That I expect from a guy like Al Green. But Mike Emanuel didn't offer any didn't stop resistance. It. Didn't yeah. say, um, well, it's the photographer himself said that wasn't happening. Just let it happen, man. Just let it. Journalism at the national level is dead in this country. I don't sure care if you're is. watching Fox or who you're watching. Sure it is. He just let it happen. Right. Right. One follow-up question. Yeah. Sir, while you're holding up those pictures, are you, are you, you know, do you not, did you hear the photographer himself say that, which to me is the, is, I mean, we knew we could see for ourselves this wasn't going on. But the photographer who took the picture said it wasn't going on. So they have, and it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen, and the Republicans should pick up on something like this. They have talking points that they put out, and you adhere strictly to the talking points, and the talking points were what Joe Biden said here on Friday. And that was, I can't believe they were trampling them. Oh, God, man. Trampling. It's an outright lie. And I cannot believe... They were strapping them, strapping them and trampling them. Not one soul was trampled. Not one soul was strapped, as he as he called it. Uh, and, you know, we'll look past the whole calling them boys thing, okay? <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, th- th- but that was their talking point. And don't, don't deviate from the talking point. And, it's, and it. it's a complete lie. Totally. It is a complete fabrication. It is not true. And you know what else he said? He said, there will be consequences and they. For what? And they will pay. For what? So I'm sitting here saying, hold on. Uh, First of all, you're at, you know, at one time you're saying it's going to be a fair hearing, but you've already passed judgment because you said there's going to be consequences and they will pay for doing their job. So let's say even if they did do something. Which they You've just you you right, but as the president, it's like well, when Obama called those cops stupid in Massachusetts, yeah. you you've or, or any number of cases where Obama said what he thought, right. you've already uh, overturned the any kind of uh, you know a fair investigation right. by giving your conclusions out over the air. Yep. Not to mention that it didn't freaking happen. It did not happen. Did not happen. They were doing their job. Nobody got whipped. Nobody got trampled. To hell with you, Joe Biden. That you would right. that you would even say or even insinuate such a thing. You're a lion sob, Joe Biden. The truth. That's the, what you are. The truth has left the building. Yeah, totally, completely. Doesn't matter anymore. And so, um, you know, here's here's the deal. Uh, 
Greg Abbott on the Chris Wallace show because I was watching, and that's it, it's amazing because I never watch Wallace. I could care. Oh, he's about. horrible. I just don't do he's it. He's really gone down the. But tubes. I was following my orcas from channel to right. channel. And I wanted to make my notes. But anyway, yeah, Greg Abbott said um, if they fire those guys, I'm hiring them. <laughs> I saw. That. I didn't hear about that. Boom, yeah. Shakalaga. Rock on, man. Because we'll find a place for them. We will. Yes, absolutely. So, well, here in Texas, you fellas, I don't know. You might be listening right now because I know a lot of you down there do. Uh, you're you're safe. You're going to have a gig, and it's going to be paid, and you, you know you don't have to worry and all that. But really sorry for what you're having to go through right now because you're just doing your job. What's going on in their heads? So, watching the president, everybody say that I they think did they something they know, didn't right? do. They probably know, right? Right. So but, I know. mean, yeah, they probably have have already figured it out that this president is destroying the country bit by bit, person by person, immigrant by immigrant. If you don't have a border, if you don't have a common language, if you don't have a common culture, you don't have a country. You don't. And we don't have, you know, I hate to say it. That's what they're doing. We're losing it, man. That's right. They opened up the border. They're bringing in people that are adhering to their own language. They're not learning our language, and they're not assimilating into our culture. At, at At that point, you will not have a country. And they're paying the American worker to stay home. That's why Costco has supply chain issues. Right. They're paying the American worker to stay home, and they're going to, this is the new proletariat, buddy. Right. No, you're right. New proletariat. We're losing the country, man. All right. uh, Quick break. More Warren Rima coming right back. Alamo Water Softeners is your company for all of your water softening and water treatment needs. Now, whether you have a newly built home or an older home, Alamo Water Softeners has a water treatment bundle with special pricing to give your home the highest quality water treatment available. Now, you can choose from several bundles, including the Premier Whole Home Bundle, where you get a free standard gas or electric water heater when you purchase a select top-of-the-line water softener, a plus-one filter, and a reverse osmosis drinking water system. And this is while supplies last at Alamo Water Softeners. Here's what I want you to do. Make your online appointment today with one of their whole home specialists, and you'll get a free water analysis, and you'll also get recommendations customized specifically for your home. Because right now is the time to take advantage of bundle pricing on Alamo Water Softeners High Efficiency and Advanced Technology, complete whole home coverage and protection for your family. That's what Alamo Water Softeners is all about. Log on today and make your appointment free in-home appointment. AlamoWaterSofteners.com. That's AlamoWaterSofteners.com. AccuWeather forecast, it's changing, and rain is on the way with thunderstorms in the forecast, too. Some of them will be strong. They start late tomorrow night and last through Friday night. So today, humid times of clouds and sun and 90. Tonight, mostly cloudy and humid. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and humid and a high of 93. And the thunderstorms start tomorrow night. On Wednesday, cloudy most of the time with a couple of showers and thunderstorms and a high of 91. It's 60. Yeah, uh-huh. Boogie, boogie, boogie. On Friday, Vice President was going was gonna to be on The View. She appeared by remote right? because they had oh, a couple shucks. of their people that uh, tested positive. Right. Sonny Hostin and uh, a Navarro. Anna Navarro tested positive because they test them on the set. They right. pull them right off the set. They talk into their ears. They go, Y'all have to leave. Get up and leave right now. So they got up and left, you know. And then they said, well, what we're going to do is uh, we'll, we'll have uh, Kamala on by remote. Okay, uh, color me a little jaundiced, but that's all planned. Right. Because they're coming out today saying, those were false positives. We weren't really positive. So that was the plan all along. They didn't want to have Kamala on the floor in there. So the people in the crowd would go, boom. 
Blank Kamala Harris. Blank Kamala Harris. Blank Kamala Harris. So let's put her on the remote where she can have the TV and the, and the words and the, and the script. Yeah, right there in front of her. And I saw a little bit of it. She's so obnoxious, man. Uh-huh. And yeah. she... The way she says everything with a smile and a laugh. <laughs> I called her Giggles the Clown. Giggles the Clown. She's right? a clown and she gigg- it's it's so obnoxious. It, am I right? Yes, you are. She's horrible. <laughs> that stupid laugh. <laughs> they were beating him with the horses like they did during slavery. And it's like, would you stop it? She laughed during that. She did. <sighs> she did. I can't stand her. How was your I, How was your weekend? Oh, not bad. Not to change the subject, but changing the subject. How was your weekend? What'd you do? Oh, not bad. Just yeah. uh, you know, took it easy. Good. <laughs> well, that's what you're supposed to do on yeah, a weekend. Pretty much. Pretty much. Just uh, Good you know, for you. got reset on a couple of things and. Uh, Good for you. Took care. Of, I went and saw my mom and, and took care of Mama for on yesterday. Uh, see how she was doing. Got a lot of stuff going on this week. Yeah. That uh, trying to deal with so. My world traveling wife was gone, so I was batching it over the weekend and uh, had burgers on a friend's driveway, which was actually pretty cool. Right. And then took uh, Annabelle to uh, lunch yesterday, and we went to Bill Miller's. Yeah, tell, tell me about that. You want to hear it? Yeah, I, I want to hear about this. It's a different experience. First time I've eaten inside of Bill Miller's since pandemic. Yeah, the, I, I haven't been inside, yeah. Remember, they had it closed down. You couldn't oh, yeah. go inside for the longest time last year. You had to do drive-thru, right? Right, right. And so now the the inside's open, but it's totally different, man. It's a, It was weird. I, I walked in, and uh, you don't. You know the cafeteria type thing. You get the tray yeah. and mm-hmm. right. No, that's all closed. You don't do that. What you do is you go to the takeout line and you order right, and then you go sit down and they bring it to you. They go on a tray, <laughs> Sean. They call out your name. Yeah, 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 and they bring it over to you. Uh, but it's really weird because you know that that thing, the island in the middle that had all the pickle and onion oh, and yeah. the bread. No, no, it's, it's, it's all it's, gone. It's packets of mustard, and uh, so and, and <sighs> yeah, the new normal. Yeah, it's where we are. Uh, yeah, see, that's what I, that's what I'm really concerned about because as this thing continues on for any length of time, I'm beginning to wonder if that's going to like be permanent. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> I think it's permanent for the foreseeable future. God, don't let it be. Ah, oh, put the, the bread how, back, fellas. Oh, the bread. You got to have the bread, put man. The, put the bread and the pickles and onions back out there, guys. Was there any difference in quality that you noticed? I mean, is it still the same, yeah. the same food? Because I've had, yeah. I've had, we we pick it up every now and again. It doesn't taste any different. No, it's pretty much the same as, as it's but always the, but been. But the experience inside it's is different. different. You yeah. know, and, and here's the deal. Over in Helsinki, in Norway, yesterday... Uh, the police reported dozens of disturbances and oh, violent yeah. clashes, and including mass brawls in their big cities, because streets, bars, restaurants, and nightclubs were filled with people celebrating the end of COVID nineteen restrictions. Norwegian government announced <laughs> on Friday, no more. We're not doing anything. No masks. No social distancing. Nothing is closed. No vax cards. No no testing. Right. Nothing, baby. Go back to 2019 life and live your stinking life here. These are my Viking brothers. That's it, man. And they all went out and they were partying like Vikings. Only Vikings Ulta. can do. Yeah, that's right. I tell you what, as a Norwegian American, <laughs> I am proud of my Norse brothers and sisters. Long man. lines outside Rock of the on. Oslo nightclubs, bars, and restaurants late Saturday. Uh, there were fights. Guys were fighting amongst each other. They were Excellent. so so happy and drunk. They were like, come here, punching each other Oof, in the nose. Duh, like man. it should be. 
precisely. So, yeah, they did. They took off all all restrictions. More than 76% of their population is is vaccinated. And they said, that's it. Friday afternoon, no restrictions whatsoever. (laughs) They're all gone. I saw a bit of that with my wife. We're watching the news. I'm like, that's my tribe, baby. That's my tribe. (laughs) Those are my people. Those are Norsemen, man. Good on them. Good on them. Well. They got more freedom now than we do in Norway. <laughs> no, seriously. Because in New York City, you saw that food court in Staten Island. <sighs> they were protest peacefully. They were protesting. Just do it, folks. Do what they're doing. Yeah. Go protest. Yeah. Stand peacefully. up. Peacefully. See, yeah. here's, here's been my deal all along. Um, viruses come and go. And this one is going to go. I mean, what I mean by that is it's not going to be like this forever. Right, right. You know? But your freedom, once you lose it, the only way you get freedom back is with a bloody revolution. That's pretty much it. That's it. And we don't want to end up there. No. So we got to so, make sure we hold on to it now because we're losing the farm, baby. Exactly right. So hang in there and good on Norway and the United <laughs> States could take a few uh, hints and steps from Norway. Get get rid of the get rid of all the restrictions. Let's go back right. to 2019 life. Roll out the lutefisk. Do what they did. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll wear a horny hat. <laughs> my dad used to have one. <laughs> I don't doubt. Why not? You see my old man with a beard and a, and a Viking hat. You, you can see the Norwegian in it. Absolutely. So I want to tell you about our friends over at Shirts Funeral Home. Good people at Shirts Funeral Home. Family run funeral home. And by the way, that does make a big difference. Uh, not knocking the corporate ones because. They're pretty nice guys, too, but when it comes to family-run funeral homes, they have skin in the game, meaning their family, and they understand what your family is going through when you lose a loved one. So they will sit down with you, and they were more than happy to talk with you about whatever is necessary when it comes to planning a funeral. There's all kinds of decisions that need to be made, and at Church Funeral Home, they streamline that process to make it easy for you, make it easy on your family members. They talk about you. Talk about interment. They talk about uh, uh, cremation. They have an on-site crematory. They just want to make this process as streamlined and as easy as possible on you and your family. And they do it every day at Shirts Funeral Home. Uh, you're more than welcome to have the funeral at their beautiful chapel in Shirts, or if you have a place, a favorite place, uh, maybe it's your church or whatever. Okay. So get in touch with them anytime you need them. They're going to be there 24-7 at Shirts Funeral Home, 210-658-9 at KTSA.com. We certainly had some individuals get sick, uh, not specifically uh, with COVID to my knowledge, and we addressed their illnesses. Specifically with COVID, and you know it, you liar. That's how I'm Lion sack of you know what? <laughs> yeah. 739. It's Ware and Rima. Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA 210-599-5555. Well, a couple of celebrity stories very quickly. Dog the bounty hunter, Dwayne Chapman, is going to go find Mr. Laundry. Uh, he sa- says he's in Appalachia. He might be right, by the way. He might. Well, you know what? Dog the bounty hunter is a ridiculous human being. He is. And uh, I-, I thought it was totally showboating when he and, walked up to the door yesterday and, and started and a knocking. fame, you know what? And a fame hog. Yeah. Just a smidge. Hog, yeah. That's a good way uh, to put it. The guy dresses hog. like a lion tamer. Yeah. But... He's right. I think he's right about Appalachia. Well, and he did find that Lester guy. Remember when he went down to Mexico? Sure. That's kind of sure. how he made his na- his big national name. Well, first of all, the kid's not alive over in the in the swamp. No. He's not in the swamp. No, unless he's you know. He, no, I, I don't believe he is. He's not. He's and not. so, dog the bounty hunter, dog the bounty hunter. Yeah, he's saying, well, he's an outdoorsman, so he might be in Appalachia. But yeah, you know, he don't. I, the thing about dog the bounty hunter is, I never discount him. 
He might find the guy. He might. Um, I don't. I don't know how you. The only thing about the dog that always kind of gets me is they, they don't see him coming. <laughs> no, right. And he's got twenty-two cameras around him at 20, all times. He's right? got a he's, film crew. He does everything on film. But we do know that Laundry liked to go into Appalachia and hike up in Appalachia. Right. You don't hike in at you know. I, I think one of the the guys who knows that uh, swamp very well says, "No buzzard, nobody." <laughs> right, no buzzard, nobody, and that means alive or dead. There's no buzzards over there right now, so right. there's nobody out in that swamp right now. And that guy knows the the swamp the best. So you know, I, I I'm thinking he's probably where he's most comfortable, right? Which would be Appalachia. In the it mountains. would be. So maybe dog will find him. Right. Who knows? And then the other celebrity celebrity story we were just talking about. This this is really kind of cool. William Shatner, Captain James D. Kirk of the uh, Starship Enterprise. Uh, is possibly going into space Great on idea. a Jeff Bezos Bezos uh, uh, rocket on one of his on spacecraft. Is he like, like eighty seven or something? He's up. He is almost ninety. I think he's like eighty seven or eighty eight. And uh, how now? Isn't that a cool story? How cool would that be? W- William Shat. He would be the oldest person in space. And he's William. He's Captain Freaking Kirk. Well, it's it's fitting. I, th- I think you ought to take Takai with him and leave Takai. No, they, he's, he's actually ninety. He's, he is 90. Yeah, he's actually 90. Whoa. Yeah, 90 years old. And we were talking off air. Would it be cool if he actually went up in his Captain Kirk uniform? That's what I said. <laughs> I, I said, you know, Bezos ought to get him the uniform. Yeah. Right? Right. And get him a, get him a phaser and a tricorder. <laughs> you know? When, he, when he's up there, and put a camera. Captain's log star date. You know, Seriously. he's got to do it. I'm on the rocket sitting next to a hippie. You know, yeah. that'd be great. So I, that's one of those feel-good stories where I'm like, well, that how perfect would that be? William Shatner in space. Hey, Sulu, we're just going to leave you here for a while. Just l- drop him off. We'll, we'll be back, Wink. Hasn't that guy, right, hasn't that guy been gotten to be annoying as hell? Pain in a butt, man. He is as liberal Left as a day wing. as long. Well, you, you did not mention, you, you had some good things there, but you didn't match, mention North Dakota's flying farmer and his wreck yesterday. Now, what is this? Yeah, North Dakota. They got a guy in the name of a flying farmer. And uh, John Smith. John is 57. Right. And he was jumping his Chevrolet Caprice over, off a ramp in a pit in McCody, <laughs> North Dakota. There were about 300 spectators out there to see him do it. He was competing with his son. Right. And his son jumped 90 feet. So the flying farmer said, well, I'm going to beat 90 feet. And he got in his uh, Chevrolet Caprice. <laughs> This had to be like a drinking thing. You know it was, right? Yeah, I'm thinking some beer was involved. Hold my beer. Maybe some hooch. So uh, he corkscrewed his Chevrolet into the ground right after it took off straight on down. He got a gash in his arm. They're going to have to sew up the gash today. So he just kind of tipped over the ramp and went it hood first. That's the way it sounded like. I haven't seen the video, but it kind of sounds that way. <laughs> but it does kind of sound like, ah, oh, I beat my son, hold my beer. Yeah, do that. He, he ain't exactly the bandit, is he? <laughs> <laughs> you ever done anything like that? Would jump a car? Yeah. No, we. You, you think back at some of the stuff that we did as kids that they would never do today. I had a buddy who had a pickup truck, uh, yeah. and, and I was in high school or middle school, high school, I guess. And uh, he he had a it has one of these wooden uh, slats, you know, around the uh-huh. back. Yeah. And so my buddies and I would would uh, ride in the back end while he'd tear around and sure. stuff. 
And in my old neighborhood of Cape Sinclair, they had this one big hill with a steep drop. Oh, I love that. right through the middle of town. Because you get airborne on the other side. Well, he took that one day, yeah. and my buddies and I were hanging in the back. Me and my buddy Doug were hanging in the back. Ouch, come. And we jumped right as he went over that hill, and just our legs went out from underneath us. Uh, and we both looked at each other. We're hanging on to this piece of wood going, oh, my God. Uh, but I survived. You lived it. You lived through it. How I about did. you? Have you ever done anything like that? I mean, something was really Pop crazy, daredevil stuff? Uh, not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not true. I mean, yeah, every kid puts a ramp up and oh, man. You know, yeah. decides to jump. My brother will always tell this story about, you remember the old Polaroid land cameras? Sure. Oh, yeah, those are great. Yeah, we, my, my brother will always tell the story to anybody. Uh, we all have Polaroids, don't we? We set up this, <laughs> set up this right? A drawer full. <laughs> oh, um, set up this ramp and, and you had five or six of your friends... <laughs> Lay down on the ground, and you would jump over. <laughs> sure, <laughs> with your bicycle. Because that's smart, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, my brother tells a story. One day, I was decided I was going to do this because you know we've been watching a little too much Evil Knievel on sure. uh, ABC's Wide World of Sports. That one was me. Day, you know, that was me coming down the sidewalk, and you know, <laughs> a few of my buddies lying on the ground, and I hit the ramp, and one of them uh, was trying to take a Polaroid <laughs> of me as I was flying over. <laughs> that's awesome. And I decided to look down and. And point at him at the same That's time. That's great. Well, no, it wasn't Trey. It hurt real bad when I landed oh, on. Oh, you, know, you landed on him. Oh. No, no, I didn't land. No, I didn't land on them. <laughs> but I was so focused on to look cool for the photo <laughs> that I didn't stick the landing very well. Because yeah. as you know, you kind of have to rear back and right, right. land on your back tire. No. Didn't do it. Dumbass here. Just <laughs> oh man, you go over the handlebars. <laughs> oh yeah, ass over tea kettle. I think over tea kettle. I think I'm still rolling down that hill. I'm not sure. But. So my first motorcycle, I was six, <laughs> and my friend Steve Stevenson lived two doors down. Steve had a had a little ninety, and I had a seventy five, and uh, he would build me ramps that he would put on the like you on the sidewalk. Right. Right. Yeah. Except I had a motorcycle, so here I'm coming up the ramp. So I come out. He comes and knocks on the door one day. Says, "Come out here." And I went out, and he built this ramp. It looked like an evil Knievel ramp. It was one of those sure. huge, long, big, way up in the air thing. Probably six feet at the end of it, up Good in the Lord. air, you know. Oh, it was like a shop class project. It really was, there. you know. So I would do the whole evil Knievel thing where I'd come running down the street and, I, and, and ride up on it and stop. Stop, yeah. Check the chain. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Well, I yeah, would do the same I thing. rode up on it, and I'm six feet in the air, and it collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> down, down. Owie, owie, owie. So, so he said says don't worry i'll take care of you You go back inside so i went inside he knocked on the door an hour later and come back outside it's rebuilt man and reinforced i don't know where he's finding the wood i don't know you know he's you know anyway so i hit that ramp and i don't know i was on a motorcycle maybe going 30 40 miles an hour i landed down at the end of the street in a bush (laughs) i got up in the air and i realized when i it was really cool idea till you get about halfway in the air and then you realize this wasn't such a good idea. No. <laughs> what goes up must come down. Because the ground is approaching faster than the thought. Gravity. And I yeah. landed in a, one of those uh, bushes that's got all those things that cut you real bad. Oh, wow. One of those things, man. Like a, yeah, right. You know, you think about the stuff uh, that we did as kids. Uh, you know, you, kids would never do that crap today. We built, everybody built ramps. We all you know, jumped our huffy bikes on ramps. Yeah. Seriously, none of us ever wore a helmet. None of us ever. wore, we didn't wear no helmet. bike helmets. It's a helmet. Come on. Helmet on a bike. And I was watching Tracy Marshall come down the street one day, and no ramp. You, you, you jumped off the, the 
driveway. You know, the driveway has the sides on it. Sure. Oh, jump yeah, off yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Jump your bike on that. Right. Tracy Marshall's coming down the street, and he's jumping and jumping and jumping. <laughs> and he gets to the last one, and he launches in the air, and it looks good. I mean, he's flying, and the front tire comes <laughs> off. Wow. Ouch. Front tire falls off. Owie, owie, and owie. And it's, it's fork in pavement, buddy. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a good ride. Here we go. That's going to leave a mark. Yeah. Sparks, it did. sparks and teeth flying all over the place. <laughs> Not to mention that middle bar there. <laughs> go down and, that was always the worst part. He did Ooh. talk funny for a month. I bet he I'm did. Sure he well, did. Walked funny, too. That was always the worst when it worked better than you thought it would. And you, you get higher than you thought you could have. And you're looking down like, this is going to hurt. That's right. You have just but, enough time. But it's too late to do anything about it right at that point you know, the worst one i ever did was we decided to do it on a picnic table instead of ramp up on a picnic table oh, there sure you and here i come you know top speed and i went straight up in the air <laughs> and i landed <laughs> butt first to this day Ow. i have a small fracture in one of my vertebrae from when i landed, oh, God. On, landed on the ground we all probably, boom, <laughs> probably still bruised yeah, uh, it hurts quick break you want to check just a second. yeah no thanks <laughs> Uh, we've got to tell you about BG products for all of your needs for your vehicle, whatever it is you're driving. Turn to BG. You know, um, a guy called me the other day and he said, hey, I just bought a new truck. And you know how expensive these new trucks are. Uh, can I trust BG to be safe? Yes, you can. BG is as safe as the day is long. Really good stuff. In fact, not only is it safe, it adds protection to whatever you're driving. Even if it is a big diesel truck that you're using for work, uh, you know what? You need it. You ha- you absolutely need BG in that big diesel truck that you're using for work. It's maximum protection. Also, with the fuel system cleaner, uh, it can help increase the horsepower, you know, just because it's increasing the performance, but also increase your fuel economy as well. That's the, the 44K. The MOA goes inside the crankcase, and really you shouldn't drive another mile without it. They, they install it at various shops where they do oil changes, so wherever you have your oil changed on a regular basis they have the bg or at least they have access to it you can ask them to get it for you that's bg 747 when i say we're ready we've investigated or shall we say uh documented everything that we need to be ready with legislative language to go forward (laughs) she's a she's two heartbeats away Oh God! We we have screwed. a total waste vodka head drunk. <laughs> she <laughs> is man. Two heartbeats away. Slurring away. Two heartbeats away. Texas uh, Texas Fair opened up over the weekend. We got a story about that after the top of the hour. CVS uh, their new training for their employees. We got that. We got Sean's days. All that's coming up. Just to wrap up our daredevil days, I was just t- talking <laughs> off the air real quick about Alamo Heights Pool because a lot of people will relate to this, right? right. 1978, summer of 78, Kim Rakowski was my girlfriend. Had to impress her, right? <laughs> right. So they only opened up the top, the 10-meter, every once in a while for you to jump off of, right. dive off of. They had a 3-meter and 10-meter, Alamo Heights Swimming Pool. So they open it up, and I climb up to the very top, the 10-meter, and I look down, and swimming pool looks like a postage stamp. That's a creepy <laughs> feeling, isn't it? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to crawl back down. But then I look over, and there's Kim sitting there. I said, I can't crawl back down. You can't go back down you that ladder. No, because you never live it down. Never live it down. Just step off, baby. All the way down. <laughs> Son, it was one and done for this cat. Was it? Was yeah. that the first time you ever did? Oh, yeah. You never did it again? Yeah. Kim or no Kim, I ain't doing that again. <laughs> I think that probably the weirdest thing I ever did, I told you about this before, is jump out of the airplane. I was yes, a kid. You did tell me that. I'll never do that crap again. 
Unless that damn plane's on fire. <laughs> I ain't jumping out of a plane again. That's always the question. What you doing jumping out of a perfectly good airplane? Well, that, that's a thing. And, you know, I think people either react one way or the other. You either love it or they hate it. Yeah. I, I hated it. <laughs> Back in Scary a minute. More Warren Rima coming up. Treat it as human beings. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Yeah, okay. Where in Rima, yeah. 7 till 9. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 107. Sure was. And <laughs> Maxine Water. It's because they're black. They're yeah. not being treated like human beings because they're black. So but they're whipping them. Uh, no, strapping them. Oh, strapping them. That's what Joe said on Friday. Right. Joe said they were trampling them with the horses and strapping those boys. Uh, Say what? Hold it's on, Joe. It's a complete lie, man. It's a lie. Have you ever, Joe, have you ever seen somebody trampled by a horse? Ever. Because uh, you don't get back up when you trample by a horse. <laughs> you don't. I would imagine you don't. <laughs> a horse stands right on top of you and keeps on getting after it, you know? You ain't getting up. No. And uh, there's not one strap down there. But they don't care about the truth, Sean. They really, that's true. Truth well, the, the, smooth, man. You know, what, what's weird is we've, we've progressed, you know, you and I have, and separately and together, have talked for years about how it's very easy to change the context of something by what you leave in and what you leave out. You can change the context of a story by what you leave in, by what you leave out. But now we're at the point where it's absolute falsehood. Oh, they just lie. It's complete. It's a complete fabrication. They're not even trying to use a word or leave a word out. No. They're just telling a whole new story. It's That's what's disturbing to me. Oh, sure. Because we're on that road now. Oh, sure. It's yeah. like changing Ruth Bader Ginsburg's quote that's the other right. day. That's right. And that's going to be the quote. That's right? That'll be the quote that exists. So, what? What? I guarantee you, I promise you, there are people running around right now believing that those guys on those horses strapped them and trampled, oh, yeah. trampled those boys. I've seen a few of them on the... Right. That I've was seen, his uh, word, not his mine. Word, I know, his word. I've seen the, a few of them on Facebook over the weekend. They believe that. <sighs> they believe the lie. Well, Joe's new friend, the Taliban... <laughs> They are now going around there in Afghanistan, right. where where Americans still are, by the way. Yeah. And they are warning barbers to not trim beards, and if you do, we'll kill you. Think about that for a second. So, <laughs> no trimming of beards. Also, they are now gone back to hanging bodies in public uh, because of a couple of cranes that Joe Biden, Joe's cranes, Joe left behind. That's where they're hanging their bodies now from, uh, of those that they execute. They're pulling uh, right up into Chop Chop Square because they're going back to chopping off hands, too. Right, right. So they're pulling the crane right over to Chop Chop Square, the American crane, and they're hanging the bodies from American crane. And uh, these are Joe's friends, he said, our new friends, the Taliban. I, I thought the world, the eyes of the world were on them and they were going to you know, uphold some standards. That's what we've been hearing. You're right. That they, they know people are watching them, so they're not going to be so barbaric. And I guess the message didn't get through to them. Yeah. Hanging people from cranes. Yeah. And and telling barbers, if you trim a beard in, in, the, we'll in the American style, we're going to come kill you. So You know, it, it's, 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 trimming a beard. it's surreal. <laughs> it's surreal where it's we Joe are. It's Joe Biden's world, man. He's only been at it for 10 months. <laughs> this has been 10 months. Yep. We're, what are we going to look like in another 10 months? We'll see. Um we think about this. This is a quote I wrote down. Right. <clears throat> if there's a trip you guys want to take, take it now. Mm-hmm. Do it now while you have the time. 
If there's a relationship you're in that might not be the best thing for you, leave it now. In quote, Joseph Petito. Yeah. Daddy of Gabby. Great words of wisdom. Powerful words of wisdom. Because he's right. As far as that thing you want to do, you don't know how much time you have. You, you never know. You, you and I both know this. You, you never know how much time you have and when it's, uh, the opportunity is going to be gone. Uh, we, we were talking about, uh, uh, I forget, Pastor Rander Draper out of uh, Converse and some of the other preachers that we listened to. And one of them, I can't remember which one of them now, was saying that very thing over the weekend. I think he might have been referencing this, that the, the worst thing in the world is a missed opportunity. So if there's something you want to do with, by yourself or with your family, do it. And as far as the relationship thing, yeah. 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 If it's toxic, get out. Right. Well, it's hard, and it's understandable that it's hard. And some women, some guys, uh, feel very trapped and like, where am I going to go? Well, let me tell you something. You'll you'll find plenty of love and support around you. Uh, the, the, the way these guys are that do this kind of thing, they're so evil that they get up inside of a, of a woman's head yeah. and make her think, I love you, I love you. And, and she comes to the point where she believes, believes that he loves her and believes that he would never do a wrong, and then he slaps her, right? And then she believes it's that her fault. it's her fault. It's her fault. I deserved it. Man, I sure deserved it, you know. I saw my dad do it to my mom, and so, you know, that not right, me. I'm right. about, that's her thinking. She thinks, I saw my dad do it to my mom, so it must be okay. It must. I deserved it. I did something. It's it's my fault, right? In fact, now we know in the Petito case oh, God, yeah. that the cops were told by the dispatcher that he slapped her. Right. Right? And, or allegedly slapped her but the cops told the, the the dispatcher told the cops that when they showed up she assumed the blame she said she scratched his face my wife when we watched that vi- we watched that video together okay last week sometime and that was the first thing out of her mouth is look she's taking the blame for everything well that is a sign and it's a lot of women <clears throat> who do that a lot of women do that so i think that that um mr petito had it exactly right L- listen to his wisdom his baby girl's gone mm. right and is there's nothing he can do to bring her back i know that feeling very yeah. very well he will have regrets his entire life. Mm. Uh, I know that feeling very, very well as well because it, it, oh, if only I would have, if mm. only as daddy I could have, if only I would have done this, that, or the other. <clears throat> as far as the taking the trip, I have been, it, we all have, I'm sure, but I have been in rooms, hospital rooms with people dying, both people that I was close to, but also people that I didn't really know. I was just there as a minister of the gospel. Right. And they never talk, when people are, are dying, they never talk about, man, I wish I had that car. I wish I, that was a really cool car. That was a cool thing I had. We had a cool house. Never talk about that. They talk about the relationships and the missed opportunities yeah. in those relationships. They, they share the memories, like the time we went here and the time we did that together. But then they think, I wish we would have done that together. Yeah, you know, and on the other side of that coin, you also do think, you know, I wish I'd had one more conversation with him, or I wish I would have just uh, had just just a few more minutes with this person or that person. And uh, the, the 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 setup for all of us is it's coming for all of us. We're all going to be sure gone at some point, and 
you don't know when that's going to happen. Right. You know? <laughs> My son and I had a, a standing weekly breakfast. Sometimes right. it was it was both Saturday and Sunday, but at least it was one of those days. I wouldn't trade that. You could give me all of Jeff Bezos' money mm. and everything else that everybody else owns, every chic owns and everything else, and I wouldn't trade those minutes that I had with him having a taco somewhere on our motorcycles for any of it. Yeah. None of it's worth any money. I, you know, I look you know back. I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's those memories. I have certain memories with certain folks that uh, who have since passed that I, I wouldn't trade for anything. I, 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 when I look back on my life, it's also like another uh, thing to advocate against booze and drugs and being messed up all the time. Is that you when you when you live that way, you miss a lot. And I look back over my life, and there's times where I wish I had not been messed up or not been, uh, you know, under the influence of something. And I could remember and have fun or fond memories uh, with folks that I just don't have, right? Because of what I was going through at the time, yeah. You know, so if I would add anything to that, I would say, you know, stay straight, man, because you you miss a lot when you <laughs> when you're not that, yeah. You know, yeah. but he, yeah, wise words from a man who just lost uh, his little girl. Well, here it is again. If there's a trip you guys want to take, take it now. Right. Do it now while you have the time. If there's a relationship you're in that might not be the best thing for you, leave it now. Absolutely. And I, he's qualified to speak. All right, 815, it's Ware and Rima. Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA, and your friends Chris and Joan over at Safe Showers. If you can't remember the last time you took a nice long soak in the bathtub in your master bathroom, then it's time to call Safe Showers and let them show you how easy and affordable it is to turn your bathtub into a beautiful, safe designer shower. Now, this isn't some cheap overlay system either. They remove your old bathtub. They take it right down to the studs. And in its place, they installed a designer shower that features a slip-resistant floor, low step-up entry, new fixtures, optional grab bars, and so much more. You're going to love your new safe shower. And right now, take advantage of some of the best offers of the year during the safe shower's 11th anniversary sale. Get 60% off installation along with zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 12 months for qualified buyers. And tell them you heard Trey talking about them. And they're going to throw in a $200 Visa gift card with your purchase. Set up your in-home estimate today. It's free, 210-655-1111. Or go to their website at safeshowers.com. They'll take great care of you. So the weather's going to change this week. Thunderstorms, some of them could be pretty strong. Uh, Late tomorrow night through late Friday night. Today, humid times of clouds and sunshine, a high of 90. And then uh, tonight, uh, mostly cloudy and humid. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and humid at 93. Tomorrow night is when the storms come in, and they'll last Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. High on Wednesday of 91. Right now, it's... Running them over, people being strapped. Horses running them over, people being strapped. Fellas, you did good, and uh, you, you keep doing what you're doing and protecting this country. You were doing your job, and God bless you. 820, it's time for the days. Oh, guess what day it is? What? Guess what day it <laughs> what is? What day huh? is it? Anybody? <laughs> we got some goodness today, Trey Ware. All right, we what got you some got? goodness today. What's, happening? What's going on? It's Crush a Can Day. All right. I, I suspect up against your forehead. I was going to say. You finish that beard in the Bud Light and crush <laughs> that can right against your forehead. That's what you do. There you go. Thumbs up for Mr. Don Morgan. Uh huh. 
Chris Glasgow will lock this one. It's National Chocolate Milk Day. Oh, he drinks a ton of that, like a gallon every day. He loves that chocolate milk, It man. is good. Fair Life is the best one, Chris. Fair Life is good. My wife likes chocolate milk, too, but I don't like it when she drinks it because she's lactose intolerant. Um, I'm sorry. Did I just say that on the air? Yeah. National <laughs> I've said it before on the air. It's okay. It makes for a long night. It's National Corned National Corned Beef Hash Day. Is there anybody in planet on planet Earth who actually enjoys national corned beef or corned beef in general? I mean, uh, corned beef hash. Is there anybody in this room who likes no. corned beef hash? And now uh, our all-time favorite. This is the the diamond in the in the uh, in the stack here. It is Morning Show Hosts Day. What? Morning Show Hosts Day. We got a shit. We got a day, man. It's our day. It's what? morning show host day. Do they mean by radio? Or do they mean those television it stiffies? Matter. It's morning show hosts day. Well, that's perfect. Good. So well, that's us. Where's our gift? I didn't get no damn gift. How come nobody brought anything? What, what some donuts or something? We got some horns. Okay. Maybe some corned beef hash no, at least. Or I want some milk. I want some donuts for that. Are you kidding me? At least no, not a cheese it. I don't want to cheese it either. No. Uh, I mean, cheese come on. It. National Morning Show Host Day. So we actually got our day. So there you go. That's the day. That's all we got. Well, boss, today's our bonus day then, huh? I think we deserve a bonus. Bonus today. And while you're at it, get the dog a bonus, too. (laughs) I'm just... uh, That's just... I don't know what to do. It's our our day, and I don't know how to celebrate it. There's nothing to do. We're doing what we normally do. Right, and then leave when we're done. Leave when we're done. Take a nap. That's it. So anyway... So crush a can, drink some chocolate milk, eat some corned beef hash, and be loving on the morning Sounds show host. Sounds <laughs> perfect to me. Yes, especially the last one. Love on his be, culture. Be loving on the morning show host. Get in touch with me and love on me. All right, thank you. <laughs> oh, CBS. You ever mm. shop at CBS? Yes, I was there this weekend, actually. Well, I don't know that I'm going to anymore. What's going on with CBS? Well, they've got a brand new training that they have instituted for their employees to understand their privilege. No. Yeah. Come on, man. Got to understand your privilege if you're white. If you're white, you got privilege. And oh, you need to know that as you're stocking the stuff at CVS. <laughs> just thinking Who about cares what skin color you have See, if, you're, if you're stocking Preparation I'm H? Just, right. I'm just seeing how ridiculous this is now. <laughs> CVS, they need to understand white privilege uh, and, and and race stuff at CVS. You know, because you, you know, you're you're gonna be putting, I guess, the medication up on a deal, and then you're gonna put some Cheetos up on the shelf, and then you're gonna make sure there's plenty of Pepsi. But you got to understand, if you're white, you're doing all that with privilege. God, I just want to buy my Funyuns and my ointment. That's it. So here's <laughs> my Epsom salts for my face. I want my Epsom salts <laughs> and my damn Funyuns. That's all I got to have. That's all I need. I don't want to talk me, about no race issue. Give me some Beano so I don't Beano's. run off the family. <laughs> Again, lactose intolerance. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. See how you are. Uh-huh. Well, uh, so here's the deal. Employees are told to fill out a personal commitment plan oh, on. on how they are going to understand their, their white privilege and then how they are going to take specific action to mitigate their bias and practice conscious inclusion the next five days, five weeks, five months, and five years. You've got to have a five-year plan. To do what? Well, to make sure you're not an ugly white guy. Um, making sure that you are moving forward in this journey. Wherever you currently are in a journey, we all have room to grow, says CVS. So 
seek to learn about and understand the needs of marginalized people and come up with a plan on how you're going to help them. Now, this is the most significant one. Look at all them stars I put around that. <laughs> that See seems pretty stars? significant, yeah. Here it is. CVS Health Training telling employees to circle their identities, including race, gender, sexuality, and religion, and then reflect on their privilege during a discussion with coworkers. Ex- oh, examples on. examples of privilege according to the checklist include celebrating Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas, you're privileged. What? Is what it Are says. You serious? That's what they're teaching people. If you <laughs> Christmas is now racist. Yes, because not not everybody can celebrate Christmas. Uh, so if you celebrate it, it's a privilege. You have Christmas privilege. I hate everything, man. Um, having a name that's easy to pronounce. Are you kidding me? <laughs> a privilege? Having a name that's uh, easy to pronounce. That is a privilege. And if you, like Smith, Jones. Oh, it's so racist. And if you feel safe in your neighborhood at night, that's a privilege. Uh, Celebrating Christmas. Well, I don't necessarily feel safe in my neighborhood. Having so. a name that's easy to pronounce and feeling safe in your neighborhood at night. Those are all privileges. Check your privilege so what, at the door. So, you know what? The, what, the thing about these, these things is what are you supposed to actually do? What are you supposed to do? Hate yourself. I guess. What am I supposed to do? Not feel safe at God, night? God, I hate myself. Not celebrate Christmas? God, I wish I wasn't well, so but privileged. They, but they always say you got to do the work of it. you got to do better. It's like, by doing what? By hating yourself. By hating myself. Yes. Because I'm a white dude. Right on the chalkboard 500 times, I hate myself, I hate myself, I, I hate, hate myself. I hate myself because I'm so stinking white. I, have, I celebrate Christmas. I hate myself for celebrating Christmas. I hate myself for having a name that's easy to say, Mr. Smith. Uh, sometimes I hate myself for the way I celebrate Christmas, but that's another story. God, man, I, I'm so sick of it. You know why? Because this is not about race. This is really not. None of this crap is actually about race. Well, we've talked about that before, but what do you do about it? Well, you march your body into CVS and you say, no longer, you don't get another dime, and here's why. You're doing this stupid, idiotic crap all not another dime of mine. I can go right over there and spend my money where they're not doing this. You know, they got a family planning aisle over there at Walgreens, too. I don't need to be here at CVS. Correct. <laughs> well, but seriously, you don't need to go to CVS. You can no. go to Walgreens. Go anywhere you want. I just, especially these days when employment and employees are scarce. Right. This is the trip you're going to lay on your own employees uh-huh. at this particular moment. Exactly. And it's all about advertising. You know what? It's all about selling more crap. It, they want, they want people to go to CVS because of this stuff. And, and it's the reason I won't go. Yeah. So, you know, this is the, the entire part about this is, says to, screams to me, we don't want your business. Right. You know, because you're privileged if you celebrate Christmas. You're, you're privileged. If, you know. Christmas um, is now racist. So my name is where? How hard is that? What am I supposed to change it to? Zuzu Brewski? Zuzu Brewski. <laughs> Actually, I kind of dig that, man. That Zuzu a, Brewski. That is kind of a good one, isn't it? Hey, it's Zuzu, Zuzu Brewski in the morning. <sighs> it sounds like you're like a dude popping beers on the air. Hey, I'm Zuzu Brewski. Good I'm Zuzu Brewski. And dear AccuWeather forecast, that was a hard one to say, too, with Zuzu Brewski in the morning. <laughs> wow. I, you know, that, I just, I, I, again... 
And Don Morgan says this all the time, and he's right, that a lot of this stuff is just about selling more crap. It's not about well, it fighting that, racism. But it's also rich white guys making themselves feel better. Right. I did something. Look what with, I did. I instituted this program and this pl- You know what it is? They're trying to tell black community, you, you come shop here because look what we're doing. Precisely. That's all it is. It's, it's just, an ego stroke, yeah, and it's totally. about selling. It's about marketing. Yeah. How does that lift anybody up it in any do way? It. How does that fight racism and, and check your privilege? Doesn't do reflect a thing. on it. Right. Come just, on. You, you know what? Just make sure the Funyuns are up and the bean dip <laughs> is next to the Funyun because there's nothing like Funyuns and bean dip. You got to have them little cans of bean well, dip, I'm man. saying, back in a minute, more wearing rhyme coming up. It's by your way today, making smart security simple. Shopping online, calling an expert, requesting info, your friends at bsgtexas.com. Lot number one, choose your equipment, all right? So here it is, simple security system, smart automation security system, smart view security, just click on whichever one. Now, if you already have a security system, you just simply go to step two, select the monitoring plan. Monitoring with no contract, monitoring where you can save 25% monthly, monitoring where you can save 40% monthly. That's right. BSG has got a way for you to save 40% monthly on your monitoring system. And then number three, complete your order all in one app. BSG Texas has it all at bsgtexas.com. All of your smart home technology. And now you go to their website, bsgtexas.com. Buy your way today. BS License number TX39066. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at ktsa.com. Uh, what I saw of the Border Patrol and other personnel was quite frankly heroic. All right, take 37. Where in Rima? Trey, where Sean Rima here on KTSA? Well, another stupid race story. Uh oh. Another what stupid happened? racism story. Okay, there's a fashion show that Rihanna, you know, that she's the, the pop singer. Oh, yeah. She, that she does every year. I like some of her stuff, man. I, I, I think I do. I think I do. I'm not sure. Desperado's <laughs> a good song. I like it. But she does this fashion show, the Savage X something fashion show. I don't follow fashion shows, mm-hmm. but this is a story. And this year she was, uh, and it's, I guess it's, it's on Amazon Live somehow. This year uh, it was celebrating uh, uh, all body shapes, big and small, okay, body positivity stuff. So you had skinny women and, you know, hefty women. <laughs> now, I'm a pig, but you know what I'm saying. It, uh-huh. it's, it's celebrating all different body sure. shapes. That's cool. And that's cool. Good on her. All right. Good for her. Sure. Well, a couple of uh, white chicks, Vanessa Hudgens uh-huh. and Emily, how do you pronounce it? Radichkowski? Radikowski. Radikowski. Uh-huh. What did I say? Radichkowski? Yeah, that's good. You're fine. That, that's Close a form enough. of cottage cheese, I think. She was the one She was the one in the thick video. In the thick video? Blur, blurred lines. Uh, Robin Thick. Yeah. I don't know who he is. Blurred lines. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, anyway, well there are a couple of whites. I know Vanessa Hudgens was because she was one of my kids' favorite Disney stars. Yeah. And they're both white chicks, and they're wearing braids. Right. And so people were upset. Rihanna has white blanks and braids for the Savage X Fenty show. Uh-huh. Uh, and she got a lot of flack. 
uh, for letting white chicks wear it's braids. cultural appropriation. Because I guess only black people can wear braids. So, look, the, they they do not get a pass on this until they cancel Beto, okay? <laughs> I, right. He's a, he's a walking he's act a, of cultural he's appropriation. He's a fake Mexican. He is a fake Mexican. So, he's a leprechaun. He is. He knows that's my luck of chimes. Well, it's because I'm sick of this crap, man. This is what keeps people up at night. Who yes. gives a crap if some white chick has braids? Didn't you see 10? Yeah. Don't you remember Bo Derek? There, she's putting up the... Elaine is putting that up right now. The most famous braids on the history of the world were on Bo Derek. Let me tell you something. That got me through adolescence walk, watching her you know, well, run that, down Farrah that beach, Fawcett man. poster, Hardy Horror. I'm just saying, man. I know. I'm you don't get to some, just say. I, I think know. I'll go get some braids when the show's over. Well, I'm gonna good get, idea. I'm going to get some braids in my hair, man. <laughs> you and your Yo. Ben Franklin head. And my I brain, know. Yeah, it'll be a little... It'll be... <laughs> Maybe only one or two. Yeah, but that's all you need. But I'm going to do it, man. You can comb that over, too. Because it'll be a... Co- co- that's just right. comb your braid over. I'll comb my braid. It'll be a braid comb over. Well, one little braid. And I'm a white... I'm Norwegian. You can't get more white than me, that's man. That's exactly right. I disappear in snow. So quitting smoking leads to eating more junk food. Who knew? I, I knew. It, lo- <laughs> it leads to weight gain. Who knew? I know. Putting down the snack... Or pack and picking up the snack. It's a new study from the University of Minnesota found that quitting smoking leads to a poor diet, which leads to weight gain. I guess they were just a little shy of a story or two here on the webpage, and they needed something. It's because a little slow today. Ev- everybody knows this. Uh, well, they yeah. a- analyzed a group of smoking and non-smoking participants between the age of 1975. All subjects were asked to stop nicotine for 24 hours, and they received a placebo or the the drug commonly used to treat patients with substance use problems. Anyway, the people who quit smoking got fat. <laughs> you know, they started eating. Why? Because food tastes good. Well, and the <laughs> cigarettes smoking, don't, don't. Well, and the cigarettes kill your appetite, too. Yeah, that's just I, it. Yeah. Because food don't taste good. Food don't taste good, right? Nothing really tastes good. No. Because you, know, you got all that stuff on your tongue. I, well, I'll tell you what, since I quit smoking, yes. I, I, I eat a lot of, I, I try not to eat so much junk food because I watch the sodium levels now. Of course. But food does taste better. Uh, I have noticed that. Of course that. it does. After smoking since the age of 18. Yeah. It, it does, t- it do taste better when mm-hmm. you can actually taste the damn food. You, you got to watch it real close because you balloon. My, well, my yeah. dad shot up to 265. When he quit smoking? Yeah. And then he got it back down to 200, but man, he right away was like... <laughs> Because he ate everything. He would he would eat you if you were walking by. Come here. <laughs> Take a bite out of my arm. He really would, man. Well, so. you're old, you said your old man loved oysters and, oh, and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, God, man. All that stuff. Just... So, I, you know, I'd rather, have, I'd rather gain a few pounds and be free of the cigarettes, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. Because it's such a bad, filthy little I, habit, I've man. known models that, that smoke specifically to keep their weight down. Wow. For, for like, magazines. Big time. Very really, very, very well known ones, and they would, and actresses too. They would smoke specifically to keep their weight. Well, they come down. back to haunt you, man. Well, yeah, man, totally kill you. And plus, I I didn't realize so, how much money I was spending on cigarettes. They're they're damn near six seven dollars a pack. Crazy, now. right? Even the cheap ones are six seven dollars a pack. I don't know how, and the only thing I can figure, none of us kids. There's three kids. Both of our parents smoked. Everybody that my parents knew smoked. That was the time frame. Oh yeah, yeah. Our ceilings in the house were yellow. I worked in radio stations, right? And none of us picked it up. I guess, that's good on you. But I guess it's because of that. I guess it's because we were around it so much, I couldn't stand it, man. Well, people kind of track one way or the other. You either become your parents or your influences absolutely, or you go in the opposite direction. I guess. 
because I grew up. Yeah, I was. It was the same for me. But I, I didn't. The only person I knew who didn't smoke was my mom. Yeah. Because my my dad would smoke at breakfast. Sure, <laughs> he smoked at the dinner table. Oh yeah, constantly had a cigarette. My going. dad did that Both too. Both my brothers you smoked. Bet. You know, uh, uh, everybody he, I knew smoked. He'd have he'd have them burning <clears throat> in the ashtray and light another one with one sitting at the dad. Are you going to finish that one? Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll <laughs> it is a nasty addiction, though, man. Once it gets a hold of you, <sighs> ooh, man. Oh, he got to the point too where he would uh, chew tobacco. Like red man, right? While smoking, ooh, he'd have a he'd have ooh, a big old child wow. and be smoking a cigarette at the same time. Dad, that's hardcore. Yeah, man. It's, it's rough stuff, man. Damn. <laughs> yep, and filterless too. You said he smoked the filterless because if he if he ran out, he'd take one of mom's, which were the teratins <laughs> with the filter, and rip the filter off. <laughs> Dad, come on. I think I told you the story that one of my buddies, uh, his ooh. old man, smoked the filterless camels. And for whatever reasons, we ended up partying at this dude's house quite a bit. And this guy I went to high school with, and we'd all run out of cigarettes. We'd have to bum a pack from his dad. Uh, and yeah. smoking a, a camel unfiltered, it's like smoking a turd, man. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> smoking a turd. Not that I've ever smoked a turd. I was going to say, you've got I, experience with that? No, it just it, it, that's what I always came to mind. It's like, <laughs> this is like smoking a turd. <laughs> I've never lit up a turd. but You might have saved more money that way. I might have. <laughs> Turds cost <laughs> less. <laughs> a pack of cigarettes. Wait! What are we what talking the hell about? Are we doing here, man? Quick break. <laughs> I think let's, you're right. Let's take a break. <laughs> I know I'm right. When we, get, when we get to turd smoking, it's time to take a break. <laughs> we'll be back, maybe. Not quite sure about that. Um, Where in Rima, KTSA, I want to say about Lifestyles Unlimited, your place to learn how to invest in real estate and start making money right away. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. That's where you need to go. And when you get over there, they're going to show you the various ways you can be involved with your friends at Lifestyles Unlimited, like going to one of their live seminars or doing what I did during the on, online seminar in the comfort and safety and security of your own living room, whatever. And then this great community of folks are going to come around you and encircle you with a lot of love and understanding and teaching and training so that you understand the ins and outs, ups and downs, the rights and wrongs of investing in real estate. They're not going to let you stumble and fall. And that's the great thing about being in their community. First of all, Lifestyles Unlimited, a bunch of fun folks, all right? They love what they're doing, and they're working toward a goal. Many of them will retire in five years or less, and you can too. And then they're looking for financial freedom, you know, to, to get out of the cubicle life. And that's what Lifestyles Unlimited is teaching them, and they're going to teach you how to do that as well. Here's what I want you to do. Go to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com and type in my last name. That's where W-A-R-E, in caps, and you're going to save a boatload of money when you do that. That's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code where W A 